Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds. It's Tuesday. Let's talk sports. So the Cardinals' month of April was abysmal, to say the least. But so far in the month of May, they're having a lot better month. Has that continued? One, seven of their last eight games, and that doesn't necessarily mean they're in the championship hunt, but they are playing better, and you knew they would because this is entirely too good a team to have slumped and played as badly as they have. Well, they've awakened and are on the verge of shaking off that early slump. Cardinals win last night over the Brewers. Now, keep in mind, the score is totally lopsided. It's a, it's a laugher, is what they call it in baseball, a complete laugher. But it's one, one game. And the Cardinals probably will look back on this somewhere along the line here in the near future and say, I wish we had some of those runs. Cardinals 18, the Brewers 1. The key point here is Jack Flaherty, who has really struggled in the early going this year. Flaherty pitched well, and he had Wilson Contreras as his catcher last night. Flaherty struck out 10, went through seven innings before the relief corps came in there and won the game. It all really ended in the first inning. The Cardinals got three runs off Freddie Peralta. And Nolan Arnato, who's been hot lately, uh, lately I should say, hit a three-run homer to get them started. But 18-1 to is the final score. The Cardinals beat the Milwaukee Brewers. And the Cardinals' record is now 17 wins, 25 losses. Folks, that's still eight games under 500. Still got a ways to go. But I think this team is beginning to feel itself now. And somewhere along the line, they're going to emerge as probably the key challenger to the Milwaukee Brewers for the championship in the National League Central, which is still among the weakest in baseball. But nice win, great win. We'll see what happens tonight. they got a long way to go, but uh, at least we can start putting our Cardinal stuff back on. And that makes me happy. All right, so... Uh, it looks like the horse that had a hell of a time in Kentucky might be the favorite going into the second jewel in the Triple Crown. That is Mage that they're talking about, and Mage is an 8-5 to five favorite and is the only Kentucky Derby horse running in the Preakness, which is coming up on Saturday. That's the second jewel in racing's Triple Crown. They run it at Pimlico in Baltimore. It's a big deal, and they run for the Black-Eyed Susans, the only thoroughbred in the field. The field is 8 that's all the horses that are running in the Preakness. Smallest field since 2018. Preakness is, is constructed to be a smaller field. It's not as big as the Derby. But the fact is that uh, it is it is a tough course, and Mage will be the favorite. The second favorite, 5-2, to two, is First Mission, which is a, a veteran winner among the circuit here in the late fall and early spring, but did not run in the Derby. So this will be very interesting coming up. That's Saturday, the second jewel in the Triple Crown. The Preakness, always a big deal. The run for the Black Eyed Suit. Putting any money on this one? Zero. <laughs> <laughs> He's a smart guy, and I'm always listening to Ned's advice. Last but not least, Coach Primetime is going to be uh, tested in a pretty tough division in college football this year. I think he's going to do okay. What do you think? We will see. Coach Primetime, of course, is Deion Sanders, who has taken over as the head coach at Colorado. Colorado's a Pac-12 conference team. The way the volatile college formation is going, they could move to another conference. Who knows? Colorado had a one-win, 11-loss record last year in football. Fired their coach, Carl Durrell, and brought in Deion Sanders. Well, at the end of the spring practice, 71 Colorado players went on the transfer portal. 71 of them. Dion said, hey, that's fine. I brought in my own guys. We're going to be fine. 
And we'll see, you lose 71 players, many of whom had played in that spring game. Opening game will be September the 2nd. Colorado would be on national television. Fox is going to pick it up. It'll be a 12 noon kickoff, and Colorado will play Texas Christian. And they will play Texas Christian at Amon Carter Stadium in Fort Worth. And Amon Carter Stadium has been uh, developed. Uh, The attendance has been increased to something like 85,000, 90,000, somewhere around there. And that'll be a test. TCU's lost a lot of their players from last year, but they were runner-up to national champion. That'll be very interesting to see what Coach Sanders and the Colorado Buffalo were able to come up with in that game. Anyway, that's a long way off. That's a pri- or not a primetime, but a noontime game on Fox. So we know the Cardinals just beat up on the Brewers yesterday, but what about the Royals? Royals are playing out on the West Coast, playing the San Diego Padres, and the Padres have been a bit of a disappointment in the early going. But they certainly weren't last night. They blanked the Kansas City Royals 4 to nothing, And their pitcher, San Diego's pitcher, took a no-hitter into the eighth inning. The name you might remember since he made his professional debut at Hammonds Field in downtown Springfield back about, I'm going to say 2011-2012, Michael Walker. Pitched for the Cardinals for a while, pitched to Brown Major League Baseball for a while, took a no-hitter into the eighth inning. Lost that no-hitter on a base hit, and that's when he left the game after 103 pitches. Padres went at 4 nothing. Walker had 11 strikeouts in the game. Another former Cardinal pitcher who's excelling elsewhere. That's not meant to imply anything, but <laughs> could use some of that pitching right now, even though they are on a winning streak. Anyway, it was the Padres 4 and the Royals nothing. What about the Springbirds? How'd they do? They are off. They're on a road trip that begins tonight. This is the second week of their road trip. Oh, yeah. So they're back-to-back out on the road. Correct. So then they back in town for next week, going Correct. into Memorial Day weekend. They are. That's good news. Well, that's great news, actually. Something to do. Um, last but not least, uh, yesterday it was announced that one of the wild card games at the end of the NFL season, one of the Saturday, Sunday, you know, when they flip them up, the Saturday game is going to be specifically on Peacock streaming service. And this tells me something, and it tells everybody else too, that the National Football League is very subtly directing their TV toward streaming. Folks, that's the way it's going to go. Not just in football, but in almost everything. Now, it's several years away, I'm quite sure, but this is one of the playoff games that Mr. Holmes told you about there. It will be September, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It will be January 13th on a Saturday night, and it will be the first of the, the night playoff games. And it will be on Peacock. This is interesting because it's the very first ever playoff game totally on streaming. Now, it will be seen on over-the-air TV in the home cities of the teams that are playing, but that's it. Everybody else will have to watch it on on streaming, and that's the way they're pushing things these days. Well, buddy, I'll tell you this right now. You can come over to my house and steal my streaming password anytime you want. (laughs) So it looks like Ned and I, if that's the wild card game we're watching, we'll be watching at my house. All right, last but not least... How close are we to a uh, Panther Kraken final in the Stanley Cup? Closing in on it. We'll see what happens. The uh, the Kraken, well, they lost last night. Mm. But the Golden Knights are still in the thing. Dallas defeated Seattle 2-1, to one, so the Kraken are out of it. But the uh, Golden Knights, of course, they're, they're going to be the next opponent for the Dallas Stars in the West. And then it'll be the Panthers and the Carolina Hurricane in the East. That's going It'll be a very interesting Stanley Cup. What happened to the Canadian teams? O-U-T. Looks like we play hockey a little bit better down here in the old U.S. of A. <laughs> Ned, you have a great day, and I will see you tomorrow.